Hello again, and welcome to the Path to Integration podcast. This podcast is a place for me to share my voice, to share nuanced conversation around different topics, and to stretch into my own edges, knowing that deep down, there's something here aligned for me and my role in this world. And with this space, I really just encourage everyone to become a little bit more brave. A little bit more brave, a little bit more regulated, a little bit more supported and loved to step into the truth that is deep within you. That may be scary to express And that expression could be in many ways. Expression through voice, through writing, through acting, or dancing, or in leadership. Expressing through how you care for people in your actions and behaviors. So today, I'm going to expand in the conversation of nuance and talk about this topic of civic engagement. (laughs) I say this and I'm like, well, that doesn't sound very exciting, but here we are in the uh, midterm elections. And honestly, in the last two years, three years, I have chosen not to participate. And I have done so consciously. I've done so to allow myself to step into a new space, into a new phase, into a new recognition and understanding and awareness. And ever since I could vote, I have voted, you know, um, In the United States, we have a lot of pride and pressure and performance and intentionality in the process of voting. It's not a, it's not always a clean action. It's not always a conscious action. And many times, it can be performative. Many times it is just selecting by party line because somehow you've chosen to be affiliated with this particular party and ideology. And so what I'm inviting through this conversation And through my own journey, what I've invited myself into, what I've chosen to deepen into, is one, coming into a greater, more nuanced conversation. I've actually chosen to become an independent voter because I wanted the space to choose, to actually... uh, read between the lines, to research, to understand 
and to not just listen to the sound bites of a political party. And there was a part of me, for sure, for the last three years that had no desire, (laughs) no desire to engage. I was so angry, so mad, so disenchanted, disappointed. And I also felt like, wow, I I, like I was um, like I felt used. That may sound a little dramatic, but I felt kind of used, like a like a pawn in a game. <sighs> and then after some time, after I could be with it, because there was a couple years that I just couldn't be with it. Like I was very disconnected, disassociated, like an ostrich with their head in the sand and there was part of me that needed that you know when our bodies are healing when we're waking up to something new when we're absorbing new information when we're taking it in and integrating sometimes we need space we need boundaries as in all relationships right and our relationship with our politics our community is a relationship as well. And sometimes we get to the point that we realize that 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 relationship is not a healthy one. (laughs) That that relationship is not a healthy one, and so we need some space. We need some space to get clear on what is true. What is actually true for you and honoring for you and authentic and aligned. So in the last three years in my disengagement, which I would say that it was a conscious choice and perhaps even more engaged, <laughs> more engaged because I was actually facing shadows I was facing uh, perhaps more truth or perhaps more an expanded view. And when we take a larger view, then we can see things more clearly. And it's never the case that we can see things fully, right? Because we really can only see things from one perspective, one angle, and that is the beauty of a democracy. That is, a, that is the beauty of community. That is the beauty of being engaged with others because we can't all see things the same way. And so when we're in healthy relationship with community, we're actually in healthier relationship with the world because... We can actually take and learn from other people's perspectives. But as come to a place in the United States, and it's been this way for a while, that we're so polarized that we can't be often with 
the discomfort of nuance. In fact, we've made nuance so uncomfortable (laughs) that we just don't even go there. We check out. And some people are not checking out. Let's just say this. I checked out for a few years because I chose to. Uh, That was a boundary for me. Some people check out and they don't re-engage. And so we either check out because it's too much or we find safety in the polarization. We find safety in the group in the group and and in our system the group is divided by two parties in general right and that's not the only division that exists in our society there's many points of division and i have a sense that i'm going to call this episode divide and conquer And we allow it. Because we do. Little by little, by little, by little, we allow the division to occur and to persist. And it's not to say that the world, maybe it can be, maybe it can be unified. (laughs) Um... But it surely, surely we can have more nuance and appreciation for difference, appreciation for diversity in a really true form. Like just pure appreciation for like, ah, or like curiosity, right? Curiosity, interesting, like you have a different perspective, like how can we actually benefit from that different perspective. And instead, we're fighting for our perspective. And I'm talking really generalized here. I'm talking like what's out in, you know, in in media and what's in our faces all the time. And of course, there is, uh, there are spaces where that doesn't exist or there are spaces where this nuance is appreciated. However, the fact that it can be so uh, available, so readily present in our media is an indication that we are actually not (laughs) pushing back enough on that. You know, that we are not carving out a more elevated way of being and so just as in biology right or in in the environment diversity helps create a stronger system diversity allows us to um, to survive and thrive But in order to get into a place of thriving, we have to do some healing, right? We have to do some healing as individuals and as a collective. And that takes time and effort and intention and safety. 
We need to feel safe. We need to feel safe and then we can actually be with the discomfort of different beliefs and perspectives. And we've created a culture and we can all take responsibility for this if you choose to. We've created a culture where people are afraid to speak and people haven't been heard. So when people do not feel heard, then they start to yell. When people don't feel heard for various reasons, then over time, that person or that group of people's needs aren't being met. And just as in a relationship when your needs aren't being met, there comes a point where you just can't take it anymore and you burst. You burst, you yell, you react, you get angry. And anger is important. Anger is an emotion that ah, says, no, more, (laughs) no more. There's a line drawn here, right? But we get to those points because of all the moments of time that our boundaries have been crossed as individuals and as subpopulations, subgroups. So how do we expand our capacity as an individual, as a community and a collective to hold the space for others to be heard and to welcome in different perspective. Ideology becomes ideology perhaps because we can't be with the different perspectives. So in some way, we put up this wall. We put up a wall and that this is the way it's going to be. This is the way it should be, the way that we think, the way that it is, quote unquote. And sometimes that is just a reaction to not being heard and not being able to be with the nuance. So just as with anything, this work begins internally. It begins within ourselves, building up that inner resilience, that inner strength, the inner awareness and consciousness and expansion of mind to be able to hold complexity even more. So in this conversation of elections, And in the United States, we often talk about how one vote makes a difference, right? Because we have to have this conversation of like, well, my vote doesn't really matter. It's just one little tally mark, right? But what if we consider that it's more than just a vote? It's more than that. 
It's about the engagement. It's about the engagement with our society, with our world, with our community. It's engagement with the complexities of what it takes to create towns and cities and states. And it's also about dealing with the imperfection of it all, right? The imperfection of being human, of navigating different perspectives, navigating different options and opinions. But what if a vote, what if that meant like, oh, I'm willing to look at myself I'm willing to listen to other people's needs. I'm willing to think about my needs. And then I'm, and then I'm willing to think about what would be good for this community. And what if we voted from there? What would be good for the collective, not just my own personal interests? And yes, sometimes we do vote, right, for that. But what if we oh, what if we thought bigger? And in that process, <clears throat> whether you end up voting or not, you actually are transformed and changed. You are expanded because you have considered about the sustainability, about the well-being of our community, of our collective, of our people, of all people who live together on a land and in the world. Because our politics, quote unquote, impact us. They impact our community. They impact the neighboring community. It impacts the world. And I get it. I get the, the reasoning like that, oh, this doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel aligned. I actually don't um, agree with X, Y, Z. But what I'm encouraging, what I'm suggesting is like the engagement with the process. The engagement with the conversation Ah, the awareness, the activation. That's more important than actually going to vote. And the final thing that I'll say here is that the development of our communities, of our world, is an evolution created by billions of imperfect people. So this one process is just one process. It's not the end-all be-all. And it is also not the one thing that's going to change everything around. Voting is a symbol of engagement. But engagement needs to occur on many fronts. And engagement also gets to occur at our own pace. Because sometimes we need to deal with our individual being. Sometimes we need to heal our individual being. And we don't have the space to 
think about the collective in that way. Sometimes we're dealing with an overload in our system and it's important to honor your system first and foremost. Because without honoring your system first and foremost, then any action you take is going to be not in the highest alignment. True conscious engagement takes time. It takes energy. It takes healing. It takes bravery and courage. And it takes an openness to be with and hear and um, take in different perspectives that contribute to the whole. That is our collective integration process. Just as we do individual integration of our shadows, of our whole self, of the different aspects of who we are, we have an integration process of a community where each member can actually be honored and celebrated and be a contribution and be received as a contribution. So I will leave it at that. Take what resonates, let go of the rest, and use this just as a stimulus for what is the next step for you. And take that little next step. Little by little, step by step, action by action, behavior by behavior, integration within yourself, conversation by conversation. That is where the change occurs. That's where the engagement happens. And we just get to make sure that our bodies are well and available for this deeper work. So... I leave you at that. Take care of your bodies, take care of your minds, and take care of your spirit. Until the next time, be well. So the final thing before we go for the day, I just wanted to share how you can actually work with me. Um, For women, we'll start there. For women, um, I have a group called Expansion. And expansion is really a place for you to expand into that next level of expression, that next iteration of self for you. And the work groups are honestly so, so simple, but sometimes we just need simplicity. Sometimes we just need um, to quote unquote, get things done. And in this context, that means whatever getting something done means for you in that moment to come into fuller alignment and that may mean visualizing that may mean meditating that may mean doing an embodiment practice um, a feminine embodiment practice that may mean dancing or yoga or it may mean making that landing page or writing up that program or that workshop or writing that book whatever it is for you And it's broken into, the work groups are broken into um, 20 minutes on, 5 minutes off, 20 minutes on, 5 minutes off, 3 times, 3 segments. And we just get to use that as a little catapult 
to deepen into the things that we may have more resistance around. So expansion uh, is, is a membership and it includes the work groups and breath work and group coaching and accountability groups. So that is for women. For uh, men and women, um, you have available monthly somatic breathwork sessions virtually. And then I do one-on-one coaching and one-on-one breathwork or small group breathwork sessions. So keep all of that in mind. Um, And I look forward to connecting with you in any shape or form in those ways. So take care and, and we'll connect again soon.